Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minutes, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe in one-minute segments and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes, sir. Did you know that Stanley Kirk Burrell is an American rapper, dancer, record producer, and entrepreneur who had his greatest commercial success in the 1980s until... Oh, wait, hold on. Wrong notes. Oh, I'm sorry. Hammer. Tool consisting of a weighted head <laughs> fixed to a long handle that is swung to deliver an impact. Now, here's the interesting thing about hammers. My notes are all messed up today. I don't know what's going uh, on here. Um, hammers come in two varieties, the hand-powered and the mechanically-powered. Now, hand-powered, listeners may be familiar with The Sledgehammer, an American satirical police sitcom produced by New World Television <laughs> and ran for two seasons on ABC. Oh, wait, hold on. One of the greatest series finale in history, but go on. I got to tell you, like that show, middle of high school, that show comes out, and that's all my friends and I talked about. Yep. (laughs) And it only ran for two seasons. Right. Oh, man. All right. No, there's sledgehammers, and there's mechanically powered hammers, including the jackhammer, which can be pneumatic, meaning air, electromagnetic, magnetic, and hydraulic, which is liquid. I could end with hammers are also socially inept, wealthy opportunists with a penchant for style. But again, that would have been a note problem. You could say, Kyle, I've hammered this segment to death. Oh, we're hitting the pun hammer hard here at minute 84 of Iron Man 2 from 2010, Dirk Richard John Favreau. Uh, but, you know, you were building to a punchline. I, I was, wasn't I? <laughs> Hammers. What do we got? What is going on? Minute 84. <laughs> so uh, we pick up where we left off, which is uh, Tony Stark has come to a fantastic revelation, and he is just about to explode all over the world. And that's literally what he does with the little thing. He explodes it uh, and looks up and then realizes, you know, what he has found. So he says, looking around at, at sort of the... The, the secret that his dad has left him that he has now uncovered, and he says, dead for almost 20 years and still taking me to school. Oh, Oh, look at that. Little father and son moment, even though dad's not there to appreciate it. And so then he takes the mile and snaps back down into a very, very small thing, and he realizes that he's got uh, a brand new element. So Jarvis says, the proposed element should serve as a viable replacement for palladium. And Tony says, Thanks, Dad. Oh. Jarvis says, unfortunately, it is impossible to synthesize. And Tony says, not for Tony Stark, it isn't. No, no, that's not what he says. He says, get ready for a major remodel, fellas. We're back in hardware mode. Okay. So before we get into hardware mode, let's talk about this. Okay. So as I alluded to in minute 83, this is my second major problem with this. Because not only... Did his father discover a brand new element, which is fine. I don't mind. Howard's discovered an element. Decide to hide the actual atomic structure of it in a place where people have been walking around in for the last 40 years or whatever it is by by the timeline. But then it just so happens that that element is the one thing in the entire universe that can save Tony Stark. I mean, Rob. What are the odds? Well, because his dad, but you remember with the arc reactor, 
And uh-huh. he understood the byproduct of the arc reactor, knew that this would be a problem, because as a futurist, he was thinking that, well, maybe someday we're going to want to implant these into our human bodies. <laughs> and as a result, that as a result, that's what the secret was. The key to the future would be the answer to the riddle of someone's heart. Yeah. <sighs> hey, that and, makes and more the, sense than a lot of other things we've it, talked about. Okay, so this this goes all the way back to the fact that Tony Stark did not invent the arc reactor. He only, like, his father did. Like, and, I, and I get where that gives you a lot of dramatic stuff here, but... Tony doesn't do a whole lot of uh, actually uh, inventing or figuring things out on his own in this movie. Like, he's supposed to be the super scientist going to do like, no, like, he didn't invent the arc reactor. He just refined it. He didn't discover whatever this mysterious element is, which, by the way, in the novelization is called vibranium. But obviously, we know vibranium is a very different thing now. It doesn't have a name, which seems like a a, a missed opportunity to have not Starkium or whatever. Um, He didn't discover this element on his own. His dad figured out. He just figured out how to do it. So, like, Tony Stark is just, like, cleaning up Howard Stark's messes. Like... Well, it, really, it undercuts the character of Tony Stark to have him not figure these things out on his own. All he does is, like, does some, like, internet sleuthing, essentially. Okay, now not to be... Oh, I may, I may wade into some dangerous waters when I say this. <laughs> you could make the argument, like, this is very Steve Jobsian. Meaning that you know, does Apple does yeah, Apple ever true. invent anything? No. What they do is they take stuff that's been known or people have had out there, and they perfect it in terms of how it's implemented or how it's executed. Well, that's kind of what Tony is doing. <laughs> is it? Is it? It's okay. Is it, yeah, because yeah, I mean, he also then you know also steals the credit. So I mean, that's very Steve Jobs. Well. well, it's the name. Oh. It's the same name. It works. No, it's in the family. You don't. You, that doesn't. That <laughs> you doesn't apply. No, look at though, but you may, I mean, you raise a good point. I really, honestly, the only way I can have this make sense is, is that, yeah, Howard, the implication is that Howard thought this was going to be in people's bodies at some point and there was going to be an issue. Yeah, but see, the, the, the arc reactor, whatever, Starkium, I don't, I, we have to we yeah, have to figure out a name exactly. for it. If you have a better name than Starkium, let us know. That I made that connection. They, the movie doesn't make that connection at all. Oh, you're true. There's zero connection between the arc reactor and that. I mean, like, we we saw the, what is it, the, the 40, 41, 40 World Fair? Right. And there was no arc reactor there, even though he had some sort of, like, hovery car thing. That, that, I mean, obviously, chronologically from when we were released, that's still in the future. But, like, right. for us, it's in the past. <laughs> right. Um, but, it, I don't know, it just seems like to not have Tony make any of these major things himself, like, all he does is, like, retro figure out how to take something that his father meant and and do it now it undercuts him as a great inventor because he's not inventing anything he's just refining it yeah i'm less concerned i'm less concerned about that because i because again i think the way he is refining it is so is so powerful and useful that i'm okay i'm okay with that i think more or less this is now this is this is too deep but <laughs> I, I think it continues to humble him like I think this is part of his. I think this is his hero's journey that goes across multiple movies. Is that, yes. yeah, you're you know that this isn't you. You know that you're not all what you say you are, right? I mean, like this is, and I think that's, and I think this moment of dead for almost twenty years, still taking me to school. That's yeah. a a clear acknowledgement of that on Tony's end. He'll he can only say that in a room by himself. He wouldn't say that to anybody else. True. 
True. And it is fathers and sons. I mean, that's what the, right. the whole... Oh, sure. You know, the whole underlying theme of this is legacy and, you know, what what we owe to ourselves and what, you know, what, uh, you know, Ivan's father left him anger and betrayal and... Exactly. You know, like, you know, this this simmering pot of that, that, you know, came out to boil over into revenge. Uh, and this is what Tony's father left to him is... The key to the future, and you know. Well, no. Let's remember he Tony's father left his son anger and betrayal as well until Nick Fury deep faked a video. Of his dad <laughs> and so, so in, in, in that version, then Nick Fury knows that there is a new element in here that only what? Tony Stark can. And can thank create. you. Okay, so thank you. That we got to revisit this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the so, answer. So. But we, but Tony, I don't know. I have a problem with oh. that. So, uh, Nick Fury is not a scientist. Like he is a soldier. Like we well, learned that you know that that's where he sort of he came from, and then became a spy. Right. But like he, I don't think could look at the they like they show him the thing of the world's fair, which he might very well have gone to. Sure. In seventy four. But you know what you're forgetting. What am I forgetting? This Nick Fury. "Quote unquote," <laughs> is a scientist. I say, I think you, you think he would have done no. it himself then if he was. A, but uh, yeah, I'll say. No, we're, we're, I don't know. Point, we're operating under the assumption that that's the same Nick Fury that we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> thing. I don't mess, know I'm when mean, the switchover happens, but the switchover. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, so you think like. Nick saw that there was an element there and like he he's just waiting for Tony to be able to figure out how to synthesize it because no one else could figure out how to synthesize this element but Tony Stark but he knew Nick Fury knew that there was an atomic structure laid out in the plans of the thing and didn't tell Tony that let Tony find that one random video and okay so hold on well the, okay and obviously yeah we are we are going to go down the hole on this mm mm-hmm. mhm if Howard Stark knew that he had this, he yes. couldn't make it happen. He couldn't synthesize it because of technology. Yes, at the time, like yeah, basically like because whatever he needed in terms of right. nuclear fission, fusion, right, atomic colliding, whatever it is, particle physics was not right. to a state where he could do it. Basically, he would have like blown up the world trying right. to do it. Now, Nick, if Nick Fury knows it at this point. Shield has scientists and the resources and the equipment to do it. Why don't they just yeah, do it? Because they have Project Pegasus. Yeah, which we hear about here in this, like as they're going through. Like Tony Stark pulls up boxes from Project Pegasus, which is still running. It was running back in that time. It was running during Captain Marvel time, and it's still running because that's where Loki shows up in the Avengers movie. Right. So they have a cadre of super scientists already working on the crazy stuff like this, and the fact that they know there are aliens. I think, I <laughs> and think they have a ship. I, I I think the psychoanalytical department in Shield said, "Look, you got to give Tony a bone. You gotta you gotta throw in this ability to find this <laughs> on his." Own. And then they made the deep fake, and then um, right. I'm out of the hole now. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't, it's narrative wise, it's like you have the atomic structure thing. Fine, like uh, okay, that's that's what, how we decided it's best information. The, like father, like son, they're both drama queens. But the fact that then this thing is also the one thing that will stop Tony from dying. Uh, 
I, it's it's like one step too far. It's, it's like one, not, I just can't. It's like uh, you, you've got I, I've gone. You've you've taken me so far out now. Like I can't even see the shore now. Like we're so far at sea. I it, and and also not the most perplexing moment in this minute. Oh, okay. The other minute is is as then he destroys the houses. Why is the home's main electrical junction box <laughs> buried under a concrete floor? <laughs> True. When when you are Tony Stark and you're going to be rewiring stuff all the time and you're going to need access to this, the, why would you put it under concrete? No, we'll we'll, we'll get into this because this is the, yeah. the, the the other half of the minute is is that okay? It's 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 remodeling time and yes, he pulls out hammers, both Sledge yeah. and Jack, and basically tries to tear apart the house. Yeah. Uh, and, and we also see then uh, Dummy and you are also both also then trying to help. We actually get, I think Dummy gets a close-up. Oh, yeah. actually it has a sound now. We haven't heard that before. It goes, wah, wah, like this. It's like the little, <laughs> doesn't have a face, doesn't have a, you know, a, anything else. It just has a little claw, but it has a little sound now that it does. They, um, I mean, the fact that Dummy gets a close-up is pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. It, it, well, you know, the other thing that gets a close-up is, is that uh, the Dell server farm that exists apparently in a room in Tony's workshop. Product that's new. Placement. Oh no, and that's and I mean, yeah, with beautiful uh rope lighting and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a there's a couple racks here of Dell servers. And then as he's as he's busting through the walls and everything, and I think it is funny that they go from sledgehammer to, you know, the jackhammer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he has to go through the floor of yeah. I guess it's the main living room. Yeah. There's this massive junction box with handles on the cover. Why are there <laughs> handles if it's under the concrete floor? I don't understand that. Like that seems like a power box that would be outside. Yeah, or accessible, like yeah. under a ceiling or something. Right, why is it? Like you're saying it has handles, so then why would it be covered over? I mean, not gonna tell you. Like this is one thing in this. What is a you know a montage? Obviously, yeah, of course. Yeah, with, that with, just uh, makes me uh, Iron Man just, rock theme kicks in. Right. That part just bothers me. Like, why would you do that <laughs> anyway? So yeah, he pulls yeah. he pulls that out. It's a big junction box. We can see he's got big power cords. I mean, industrial stuff. Yeah, and he's, yeah. He, this and is this it. is Tony Stark, the builder. You know, right. he actually is going to construct something. That's the case. Right. And we're back in hardware mode. So then the minute ends with a dummy reaction shot because Tony is doing something in the ceiling, and dummy looks up, and we know it's dummy because for the first time. His name is on the side, so you can yes. see on the piston, sort of on the on the leg part, it actually says D U M dash E, dumb E. His little brother Wally is probably in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he's off in space, or, or, or he's or he's, he's, uh, he's uh, in the kitchen uh, compressing the trash. Wouldn't you just wouldn't you just love it if there was like a, a by and large like box in the background, <laughs> like just. I, <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Anyway. Wow, dummy. Uh, so on that on that uh, sort of <laughs> unreactive reaction shot, that's where uh, minute eighty four comes to an end. Yes. So in honor of Dummy getting his name put on it, if you like names on things, have we got the place for you because we've got our own merchandise store. That's right. If you like having the names of things put on stuff, boy, can we help you because we have all sorts of Marvel Movie Minute merchandise plus a bunch of stuff from our other Next Real family of podcasts. You like If you like stickers, if you like magnets, if you like pillows, if you like shirts, if you like masks, we've got all that stuff. Whatever you want, we'll put a logo on anything you that we are allowed to you know what we should do we what should, should do, we, ha- do? we should do hammers hammers yeah. I, I would like i would like a hammer hammer a hammer hammer a hammer hammer yeah a justin hammer hammer 
Oh, that would be cool. Right? There's some merchandising opportunity that they've... Or, like, why isn't there an Iron Man iron? Is there an Iron Man iron? There should be. Oh, there is an... Oh, no. Wait, that's a good idea. Disney product services. Call us. That's The Justin well, Hammer Hammer, the Iron Man iron. I mean, come on. Somebody has got to have done that. I cannot be the first person to come up with the Iron Man iron. Well, maybe maybe that's the problem. Maybe that there maybe have been problem. other people and they're just not said, good at advertising it. Yeah, that's all. Oh boy. Yeah. So pick up nextreel.com slash merch. All of our stuff is there. Please buy something. A little bit, a couple of those uh dollars come back to us to help keep the show a running because bandwidth isn't free. Uh, so be back here for minute eighty-five. We figure out when we see uh, Tony Stark is actually uh, doing more construction and actually uh, calls in some help. Yes, one of our favorite characters makes a triumphant return and a very bizarre Easter egg that went drove people crazy at the time and now makes no sense at all. Uh, you don't want to miss the minute eighty-five to find out what the heck I'm talking about. Enough said. Bye. Bye.